What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I want to share with you why the chief people officer should be the best friend to the CEO. And frankly, frankly, why the CEO should be listening to every single word and piece of advice the, C, uh, the, C, the CPO, the chief people officer, gives uh, the CEO. That was kind of a weird way to spit that out, but you guys got my drift and my point. Um. I'm working with uh, working with a company right now, and I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you a few quotes, and obviously, I'm not going to give the company name. I'm not going to give the the name of the employee, frankly. Um, and uh, a couple of these quotes are pretty upsetting, and I'm going to give some thoughts on these quotes. So I'm just going to read them off quickly. We make decisions as a leadership team, and then we find out the CEO has changed those decisions unilaterally and without any rationale. I was hired to be the COO, but I feel like I'm a, I'm a glorified executive assistant with limited ability to make an impact. The CEO adheres to the deadline as we agreed to it, rarely adheres to the deadlines we agreed to as a team and moves to their own accord. We were told to remove low and poor performers quickly, but the CEO continues to protect leaders they know personally and or they feel they have a personal relationship with. And this is clearly hurting our, prog- our progress. After much discussion, the CEO continues to ignore the chain of command. And again, making unilateral decisions. Our CEO talks a great deal about the empowerment of our people, but continues to drive and override decisions, making people feel weak. And making every business unit fearful of inclusive and individual decision making. So here's why this, I think the chief people officer can be the best friend to the CEO and frankly should have the CEO's ear. Everything that we just outlined here and all these different quotes, if the CEO would frankly put on an employee's first mindset, which I've talked a lot about this, employee first means... Executing strategies and implementing best practices and policies and things that are inevitably going to happen and make the business run. They're only they're only going off of what the employees say first and then providing substance and best practices and and practical executions behind that data. So what I mean by that is if we're using I was hired as the COO, but I feel like I'm a glorified executive assistant. The, the CEO should know that. And I think the chief people officer can really help the CEO know that that is a truth that the COO feels and, and, and is experiencing. And it is not the CEO's job to interrogate, dismiss, or push back against that perspective or narrative. It is the CEO, the CEO's job and the chief people officer's job to say to the CEO, the CEO, listen, this is how your COO is feeling. This is how your COO is experiencing your leadership and experiencing their day-to-day operations. And it's clearly not okay with them. What can we do for you to understand that data? And then how can you utilize that data to make a difference around how the role of the CEO should actually be, the responsibilities that the COO has, the executions, the capabilities, 
how you utilize and how you work with and support the COO? How can you use this quote, this data first to guide your next decision? Another thing, we make decisions as a leadership team and then we find out that the CEO has changed them unilaterally without any rationale. Again, if I'm the chief people officer, I'm guiding my CEO to understand what that means. Respect what that means. And make adjustments and change based off of that data first. So again, we have decision making. We have the role of the COO. We have deadlines and processes and workflows. We have performance. We have uh, turnover. We have we have removing folks from an organization. We have how do we manage up low performers and high performers. We have um, we have a change chain of command and processes. We have a lack of empowerment and, and a lack of inclusive cultures and, and, and nature within the organization. Those are nine different pillars and categories of, of, of teams, of an organization, of, of, of processes, of getting shit done in a company that the CEO is clearly getting in the way of. The chief people officer needs to be the best friend to the CEO. The chief people officer needs to have the CEO in a, in a, in a state of mind that is psychologically safe. The chief people officer needs to be able to support and interact and engage with the CEO to hold the CEO accountable. The CEO should not be making any of these mistakes because every single C-suite level executive is the employee to the CEO. They are employees as well. I think we often forget that. I think we often forget that C-level executives are employees also. It's not just managers, it's not just directors, it's not just entry-level folks that are employees. The C-level executives can, can have significant turnover as well, can be removed or want to leave the companies as well. And typically, it's the interactions they have with the CEO that puts them in a tough spot. And again, the nine different categories that the CEO is making mistakes in, the chief people officer should understand how to utilize that. So let's go right back up to the top. We make decisions as a leadership team and then we find out that the CEO has changed them and made unilateral decisions without any rationale. The chief people officer should be educating and supporting the CEO how to recreate the decision making structures and frameworks. Number two, I was hired as a COO, but I feel like I'm a glorified executive assistant with limited ability to make an impact. We're looking at role structure. We're looking at job descriptions. We're looking at talent capabilities and needs. The chief people officer should be sitting down with the CEO and genuinely assessing the need for the COO. We should be taking all of this data as HR folks and teaching our CEOs how to use this data first to dictate the decision that we make second. The CEOs need to stop having full autonomy to do whatever they feel is needed. I don't care if you found the company. I don't care if you're the CEO of the company. I don't care if you're the highest paid. The chief people officer needs to have some sort of accountability or some, some, some sort of autonomy or some sort of leverage they have over the CEO. Enough is enough. I should not be getting these quotes. I should not be reading this. The CEO rarely adheres to deadlines we agree to as a team. Now we're talking about workflow issues. Now we're talking about process issues. 
Now we're talking about not feeling heard, not having inclusive culture. That's a problem. We were told to remove poor performers quickly from the CEO, yet the CEO is protecting certain employees. Now we're talking about favoritism. Now we're talking about biases in the organization. Now we're talking about CEOs messing up the performance management systems that we have in place. CEOs, cut it out. Chief people officers, it's time to step up. It's time to have that executive ability and ownership and autonomy and strategic capabilities and coaching on behalf of the CEOs. CEOs, it's time to cut down and push down and remove the red tape and give the chief people officers that authority and that position. This is a problem. So if anyone can resonate with this, I hope the energy that I brought and the examples that I brought and the, 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 the strategic capabilities and the, the nuance that I brought to the table, I'm hoping resonates because enough is enough. Chief people officers should have the ability to look a CEO in his eyes or her eyes or their eyes, say something, make a suggestion, and it lands. If, and again, if we're in decision-making structures and frameworks, if we're talking about the role structures and capabilities of a COO, if we're talking about deadlines and workflows, if we're talking about being heard, if we're talking about performance management systems, last time I checked, that falls under the chief people officer jurisdiction. Give them that decision-making bandwidth to make adjustments, even if it means the CEO making adjustments. As always, thanks so much. Just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. We'll talk soon.